Micah chapter 7, and just, uh, I guess, uh, three verses. Micah chapter 7, verses 5 through 7. I was reading this last night and was struck with it. Uh, Very blessed. Trust ye not in a friend. That sounds like a very negative thing to start off with. But then it goes on. Put ye not confidence in a guide. Keep the doors of thy mouth from her that lieth in thy bosom. Wow. This is depressing. For the son dishonoreth the father. A daughter riseth up against her mother. The daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the men of his own house. And then this verse. Therefore I will look unto the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. You know, when I read this, I obviously was uh, probably like you as I'm reading. It's a very discouraging thing. A man's enemies are the men of his own house. Wow. Trust ye not in a friend. So what is this teaching us? Is this teaching us that we should just have no friends and and not have loved ones and uh, not expect any blessing there? No, I don't think it's teaching us that. I think it's teaching us, basically, if I can just summarize verse uh, 5 and 6, is that people will let us down. People will let us down. And the instruction here is that we are not to put our dependence for our joy or our trust in any way in people. And the other thought here is that even those that are the closest and most trusted, I mean, look at the look at these um, individuals. It's a friend. It's a guide. I mean, you expect a guide to know what he's doing. You expect a guide to be trustworthy and to be followed because he knows the way. But uh, And then you have another, the one that lieth in thy bosom. This is somebody that's very, very close to you. And then talks about the family relations and those in our house. So even those naturally close and trusted relationships that we all have and enjoy and that are all good, I believe that the instruction here is that from time to time, every human relationship will let us down. From time to time. And that we, sh- we ought not to put our trust and our source of happiness in other individuals, no matter how close they are. That type of devotion only belongs to the Lord. And you'll note that 
after the prophet goes to describe all these very close relationships that we ought not to put our trust and confidence in, he says in verse 7, Therefore, and that's a really wonderful connecting word, I will look unto the Lord. You see, what happens, and I've known this, and I'm sure I'm sure you have known this as well, is that the difficulties that we find in our relationships, especially the closest relationships that we have on earth, when we encounter difficulties and we encounter conflict and we encounter situations that um, are just very, very difficult, and you know what I'm talking about. I've, I've gone through it and you have too. That has the effect, like almost nothing else that I can think of, of driving us to the Lord. Like nothing else will. I mean, I remember times when I would be taking my walks and I would be having a very, very heartfelt conversation with the Lord. Lord, you need to change this or else I can't go on. Things like that. And so, far from it being a negative thing, as, of course, on the surface, these kinds of difficulties that we have in our in our most intimate circles, it is hard, and it's not. I'm not saying it's a positive thing, but far from it being something for us to say that we're under some sort of a a curse or it's it's an evil that's befallen upon us. The Lord uses all of these things to drive us, like I say, like nothing else, to the Lord to make a beeline, beeline for the Lord. Therefore, I will look to the Lord. You see, he has nowhere else to turn at this point. He, he has nobody else that he can trust or that he can confide in or, or he can look to. He will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. And whenever you see that word, waiting for the Lord, that's, that's usually a reference to prayer. And such have been the sweetest times for me, the most wrestling times for me in prayer, is on the heels of such occasions. I will wait for the, the God of my salvation. And the beautiful thing here is that my God will hear me. He absolutely will hear us. That is the promise That's the great assurance. So far from these things being introduced into our lives to destroy us or to smash us into the ground or as some sort of a a curse upon us, these things are all brought into our lives and we all experience them to one degree or another. To one degree or another. But these are all orchestrated to drive us to the Lord in prayer. I actually pity the person who who has never really sought God with strong crying and tears um, 
because of the afflictions that that are weighing down upon i i pity a person who who really just doesn't understand what we're talking about and and as i say sometimes the only way to get us to that point is when we have uh these breakdowns of our most trusted and our most intimate uh, relationships it drives us to the lord and god will hear me and I would be amiss to uh, not make the comment that this is the way of our Master anyway. Our Lord Jesus Christ, He Himself was wounded in the house of His friends, as it says there. And um, there's, a, there's a statement there in Mark. One little, fr- one little phrase, Mark chapter 14, verse 50, all, they all forsook Him. They all forsook Him and fled he came to his own and his own received him not I mean all he had was God his father and my God will hear me and the Lord heard God the father heard the strong crying and tears of the Lord Jesus Christ so this is not something that the our Lord, our Lord Jesus, does not know anything about. Those of us who are going through uh, tremendously trying times, He knows about it. Don't despair. Keep praying. See that this is a, a reason. This is this is brought into our lives to drive us to the Lord, and He will hear us. Amen.